Welcome back to Efficient Official. We're back with a friend of the show, a legend loved by pretty much everyone on the planet. One of the most loved guys in baseball. All of his teammates say he's a legend, the funniest dude of all time. To me, I call him a friend. It's Donovan Walton or Donnie Walton. Sorry, the Seattle Mariners. What's up, big dog? How are we doing? Doing good, man. Doing good, man. Just enjoying the all-star break and uh, ready to get back into things. Uh, just doing a little bit of treatment today and hanging out. And I'm mentioning teammates, and I got to bring this up. New teammate of yours, a really, really good friend of mine, Jake Hager. What was the first impression you got of this guy who looks like he's straight off of The Bachelor? I mean, this guy's a man rocket. He is. He is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, this is a good-looking dude. You know, plays middle infield. Um, Probably has no problems with, uh, uh, with the ladies. And he's got a he's got Cooperstown lettuce. I told him it's like a legendary, <laughs> legendary lettuce that he's rocking each day. So, uh, and he's a solid dude, solid solid guy, solid teammate. So he's one of the best locker room dudes of all time. And I actually commented on one of his pictures, and I said. I would pay an unhealthy amount to just view what his DMs are like. I mean, every, <laughs> I, just, I mean, I, every picture he posts, it's like it, it, the ratio is just incredible. So you got to tip your cap to Jake Hager. But I mean, the team got substantially better looking when they picked up this guy. I mean, what? How did the first interaction between you two go? Like, did he did he introduce himself first, or how did that go? No, I you know I walked right up to him. That's usually what I what I do when we got new guys in the locker room or anything like that. And um, I just kind of like. So there's no awkwardness. I just go out of my way and just introduce myself. And um, I I also has a mutual friend with him, Timmy Lopes. Timmy yeah. Lopes knows him really well. So um, we just talked about him and, yeah, we hit it off. I mean, he, like I said, man, he's he just keeps it low key and he's he's a great teammate. He is. He is. He really is. And another guy I wanted to bring up. It's just an absolute legend and a stick on the golf course. One, I mean, this guy's golfing with Dustin Johnson's brother. Is that good? It's Taylor Guerrero. I mean, what's the impression of TG, man? I mean, this guy is a fucking legend. I love this dude. He's uh, he's beloved around the locker room. He everybody loves G. We call him G. And uh, yeah, I got to play golf with him uh, earlier this year, like during the uh, alt site while we were here. Um, and he's just telling just legendary stories, man. G, <laughs> G is one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. I will he really say, is. he yeah. uh, he he's trying to he's trying to get me to live down in Florida this off season. Dude, so we'll do it. And honestly, if you do that, we can kill two birds with one stone. Because I told Taylor Guerrero, I said we're gonna challenge you to a golf match. Me and TG versus you and your boy. I gotta get nine to ten strokes though, because obviously you guys are substantially <laughs> better. But me and TG, you pick a boy. We're going to pull up. We're going to film it. We're going to get it popping. Me and TG on the same team. So who won between you and TG? Because he's a freak. I heard heard he's just an absolute stick on the golf course. He told me. We were playing Wolf. You know the game Wolf? Yeah. So it's kind of like you can can bet on yourself or you can use a teammate. That's the first time I've ever played it. So um, basically, you just don't want to get last. Because if you get last, then you got to pay everybody all the money. So yeah. Um, I don't know who was last that day. I think it was Brian O'Keefe. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll put him out there on the spot, but, uh, <laughs> we, uh, it was a good round. I mean, I could tell he definitely can play a little bit. Did, was he telling you stories about DJ's brother? I mean, I saw this guy post on a story and it was just a little casual tag to Dustin Johnson's brother. It was one of the, just the most I'm big time thing of all time. It's just an incredible power play by, uh, by our guy TG. You know, he tells us uh, some stories here and there, but it's like everything you you would think about DJ. It's just like he he's just the most re- uh, relaxed, lackadaisical guy that, you know, it just everything in golf just comes easy to him. He's just simple. He just could care less, you know, if he uh, if he makes a mistake on the course or whatever, and he likes to have a good time. So, I mean, that's that's how that's, you know, what I saw when I see DJ playing. So I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Dude, I man, TG is such a like that locker room you guys have there is must be just the best of all time. I will I mean, say it's pro- it's probably one of the best locker rooms I've ever been a part of. Uh, has to be on a on a baseball team. You guys having a little a little alliance there of friends of the pod. I mean, you got TG, you got you, you got Jake Hager. It's just an absolute, and obviously Jake Fairley, but I th- he's he he's I think he's in the show now. He's staying in the show, but yeah. Yeah. What a, I mean, is that 
be honest here. I mean, has has TG brought me up, or what's the deal here? Like, let's pump my tires a little bit. Are you guys just having? Honestly, about I don't me? think I don't think we uh, we've mentioned it, but like I do see you do. I, I I follow you. I see all the guys you talk to. I yeah. I saw that you've talked to G, uh, of course, Fraley. I didn't know you talked about talked with Hags. So I'll yeah. bring that up. It's Hags. definitely gonna be a it's definitely gonna be a conversation. It's, you know, bringing up tomorrow. I'm like, hey, talk to. A, Talk to our boy Johnny, you know? Yeah, Hags roasts my height all the time. I mean, I think Hags – and you got to golf with Hags, by the way. You want to talk about a guy that's just an absolute locker I, we, room guy. We, talk, we we talked about golfing. We need to golf. And yeah. he's from Vegas, so that's perfect. So we'll go do a Vegas trip. Exactly, man. Two golf. birds with one stone. That's where I always see him when I'm in Vegas. I mean, and the guy is just – he just has it all. But let's go into you for a second. Since you came on the show, you might have did – and I could be wrong on this. I could be completely wrong – but I believe you hit your first major league home run before your first triple A home run. Is that correct? Yes. How does that yeah. even make that make sense to me? What's going on there, man? How Dude, is that I, possible? I have no idea. I mean, it was everything you expect and more. I mean, you just kind of envisioned it your whole life hitting the home run in the big leagues. And so when it happened, um, dude, I, I couldn't, feel my body run around the bases i think i blacked out i can all i can remember is the ball like going up and then i can't remember anything else i just went nuts in the, in the dugout did you watch that video over and realize you did like a hop and a skip in the batter's box it was incredible hey dude, i don't know why every time i run into one i i do a little skip or a hop <laughs> i don't know why i think it's like <laughs> when the ball touches my bat i know i got it it just sends a jolt throughout my body and i gotta do a little skip the, I yeah. mean, it, 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 was, it was so much emotion in that. I mean, it's just an absolutely incredible thing. And when we talk about uh, uh, making it worth it, I mean, your first career home run was to take the lead against the Oakland A's. I mean, it. Did, so obviously you look back on it and you, and even in your head, you're like, I legit don't even remember walk, like jogging around first base. Cause it was like a trot. I mean, you're going pretty fast as well, but it was just, it looked like you didn't even realize where you were. It was insane. No. Yeah. I, like I said, I remember, the ball going up in the air. I remember said something to the dugout, and then I got to home plate, <laughs> and Nottingham was right there just going berserk, and <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> JP was right after him, and I was just – we're going crazy, crazy. It was it's something something very special to me I'll never forget for sure. Do you have that ball, or how did you have to get that from back from the fan? Yeah, so our uh, clubbies – one of our clubbies ran up there, and then uh, so I just had to sign a ball for him, and then hit the ball back. That's and, it. Yeah, wow. and then the guy, the guy messaged me, and uh, I definitely, I'm going to send him a bat for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a good move, back. right? It's such a good yeah. move for that guy to even give you the ball back. I know there's that guy that my arch nemesis, foul ball guy, who I hate. I'm pretty sure he actually sometimes makes the the, the pair the player pay for the ball. So just an absolute yeah. classic move. So are you? Is that guy like? Would you consider that guy a friend of yours now? Did he ask for tickets or what? He was he just like, listen, man, a bat. No. I wouldn't hate a bat. Yeah, no, no. He just was like, hey, I don't want to, you know, bother you too much, but like, um, I thought that was so so awesome. That was your first home run, and um, I think he was like his first ball at a game that he wow. he got or something like that. Yeah. And, so I was like, no, for sure. I got you. And the next time he wants, he wanted a picture and I, I'm going to send him a bat. So that'd be pretty cool. Next time uh, I'm up here with the, with the squad. Dude. And honestly, and like being a DeWalt guy, I mean, it just fired me up. I think I tweeted it a second after, like I was legitimately unbelievably fired up for you. It was like DeWalt just launched because you're not known <laughs> as a guy that hit. I mean, obviously you're not known as a guy that hits. Absolutely you. not. So I just Absolutely like, not. and you mashed that ball, bro. <laughs> like that shit was launched. It was insane, man. I mean, sometimes you just, DeWalt runs into one and it just packed yeah. the stadium. A young Shohei Otani nuke. It just, it was incredible, man. I mean, so I was fired up for it. Who, do you still have the ball? Or you gave it to the old man or what's going on there with that? Oh yeah. That went, that went straight to the, to the parents' house uh, right after the game. Just send it home. Hell so. yeah. Hell yeah. And let's go into that Mariners team, man. I mean, I actually think, credit to me, before the season, I said you guys aren't going to be bad. I said you guys are going to be pretty good just based off that roster and the young guys you have. I mean, just talk about 
what makes that team so successful? I, I mean, we mentioned the locker room presence. We mentioned how good everyone is in the room, how everyone's a locker room guy. What do you think makes that team so special? Just everyone's firing on all cylinders and Jared Kalanick and all those guys aren't even up yet. Like you're not even in the show right now. I mean, what, what makes that team so special? You know, we got, it's like the perfect little balance, you know, some older guys. And, and then, I mean, we have a lot of younger guys. So, but we have, Seeger, we have Murphy, um, Hanny, you know, those guys, right? those three guys right there, I mean, they bring a presence every time you go in the, the locker room, you better, like, you know, get your get your shit right and, yeah. you know, be ready to go. And, but they also, any anytime you ask them something, they have unbelievable advice and, uh, you know, they go about it the right way. And so you have those guys, you know, lean on all the time and, a bunch of us have already played together already. And so um, it's not like nobody's, I don't know. It's just a lot of guys that came from the minor leagues, played with each other, comfortable around each other. And then um, I think during spring training and even last year at the alt site, a bunch of us got to know each other uh, during that COVID year, during the summer, you know, second spring training. So um I think everybody's just comfortable around each other in the locker room. Yeah. I just, you, and people talk about this, like in the game of baseball, locker room presence matters so much. It's actually insane. And you, people don't really realize it, man. I mean, hundred, 162 games in a year, you're spending more time with these guys in a year than you are with your family. It's crazy. Like baseball is the longest season in all the sports. It's yeah. you're spending 162 games. And you're literally grinding with these dudes every single day for like six months, man. It's insane to me. Who would you say is like the jester, like the funny guy in the locker room? I know Festa actually said it was you, but who would you say is like the funny guy or like in the Mariners or the AAA clubhouse that keeps everyone together? Gosh, um, you know, <laughs> I just name a few. I mean, Seeger's hilarious. Seeger's got like that, that dry humor, and then like he'll like talk his shit. But he like, if he doesn't say anything to you, it's a bad, you know. But if he, he's usually just talking shit to everybody and like keeping it loose. JP Crawford's hilarious. Um, he's one, he's the guy that's just firing up the music, yeah. getting everybody going crazy right before the game. Um, and he's having a hell of a year. He should have been an all star. JP should have been an all star, but um. He uh, he keeps it loose. He gets the freaking locker room just going nuts. The funniest guy. I, I mean, Murphy's hilarious. Our catcher, Murphy, yeah. he looks like Captain America. Uh, <laughs> I'm being dead serious. He's got his shirt off. He looks like Captain America. But he's hilarious. He's just crazy. He just, he's that crazy guy. But, I mean, there's nobody else that you want to go like to battle with than that guy right there. But he's hilarious. He keeps everything loose. And, I mean, the Mariners have such an underrated, nice field as well. Safeco Field, I mean, holy shit. Amazing. When, when, Amazing. That pl- when that place is rocking, just give a description because, obviously, by the time people are listening to this, I hope to God it's announced the Toronto Blue Jays are playing in Toronto. I don't care the ticket price. I will be there against the Absolutely. Royals July 31st. But, obviously, like, we, I don't like we don't watch those Mariner games obviously, with the time difference, all that kind of stuff, as much as other yeah. teams. Just describe what it's like, an atmosphere in Seattle when it's bumping, when the place is rocking. It must just be a madhouse because that stadium is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I will say this is probably one of my favorite stadiums I've ever been to, and I'm lucky enough to, you know, um, call it our, our home park. And uh, and that's what guys were actually saying. Seeger and Hanny, they are talking about with the Blue Jays. They're like, that place is incredible. Yes, sir. It's incredible. And so we were in Buffalo and they were just, you know, talking about that. I'm like, damn, I, that would that have been amazing to go go to Toronto. And then but T-Mobile, when it's rocking, I, I, all I can remember is when Keegan Felix is his, his last start, Felix's last start. And they had the, you know, King Court over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, all up in the corner. And I remember he was pitching and he's trying to get out of this jam and they hit this fly ball and Demo, uh, Dylan Moore catches this ball, diving catches this, and saves like two runs. And I, it erupted. Like it was a sold out crowd. Felix's last start. This place absolutely erupted. And um, 
that's something I'll never get on the bench. I was like, this, this is amazing when this thing is sell, sold out. Dude, it's like, and obviously, especially when the Jays are playing at, against, or against the Mariners in Safeco, I don't know if you've seen that environment, but it's a legit Jays fan city. It's crazy how close you guys actually are to BC. I didn't even realize it because obviously I'm not a geography guy. You guys are so close to Canada. In Seattle, yeah. it's insane. I mean, you got to go to some of the golf courses there in BC, man. I mean, I've heard B- I haven't been to BC, but apparently BC is like the nicest place place in North America, dude. I don't yeah, know. If you we, just, yeah. Short season, we played in Vancouver, and that's probably one of the fun. Like, that was one of the coolest minor league games I've ever been a part of. That Vancouver Park, uh, the playing surface was brutal, but the stadium <laughs> and like all the college kids just wearing us out. I was like, dude, this is this is sick. Like, this is one of the coolest places I've ever played. Dude. Yeah. And I, I honestly, and I just looked at the schedule. Unfortunately, D Walt, we're going to have to change. I mean, you guys don't play in Toronto this year. I mean, and I feel bad for the Kansas city Royals when they come here in July 31st, when like it's the first game back with fans in like two years, it's going to be holy <laughs> it's shit. Gonna <laughs> it's going to be, I, I mean, you just got to think and I mean, I, you might have to carry me out in a body bag. I'm going to get yeah. uncomfortably drunk at that game, July 31st. If it happens, hopefully by the time this comes out, this happens, but whatever. And let's talk about the fans being, being back in the stadiums, man. I mean, were you kind of like, were you like shell shocked the first time you saw like, holy shit, like we're playing in front of fans again. Like what was that reaction for you? I, I think every player could say this, that, like, as soon as we stepped on the field again, I think everybody was just smiling. Like, this is awesome. Like, we – this is – like, everybody was so grateful to have fans back. Like, I could care – like, I could, could care less about that first game. I was just like, dude, this is so much fun again. Like, the game is so much fun with all these fans. And, um, you know, I couldn't be happier with, uh, you know, how this season's going with everybody coming out. I think people are starting to enjoy it more, you know, baseball – like whatever sport events going on, people are going because, you know, um, they lost that year of, you know, yeah, actually going to the game. No, for sure. And, and you, that team you guys have also, I mean, I got to talk about that Jared Kalanick kid. I mean, this kid is fucking yoked. He's a man rocket, just a good looking <laughs> yeah. dude. Do you just look at this kid in the dugout, especially how young he is, and you're like, man, I just this guy despise this kid. This kid has it all, bro. Like I look, like I hate kids like that respectfully because I'm like, I would kill to be like you. Like, do you just yeah. look at him and you're like, man, you got it all. You don't even know. Like, you don't yeah. even know. No, I just I think I don't let him know. But with Cal Raleigh and Gilbert and those guys, like the first game, you know, the first game I think we had in AAA, he goes two home runs i'm like <laughs> i'm like looking at cal i'm like you expect anything else from this kid like this is unbelievable he's like it's nothing i've ever seen before just he's 22 at 21 i don't even know how old he is but the he hit a ball in vegas i gotta tell you this he hit this ball in vegas i think that went over the lights i was on deck hanging break ball he hit this ball over the lights and like, I couldn't even celebrate with them. I was just, like, looking at them, like, what the hell was that? Like, what just happened? That's like, electric. That ball just went 500 feet. Of course, as you know, Vegas is going to go farther. But I'm like, this kid is ridiculous. I mean, this kid, he's going to be unbelievable. He's going to have an unbelievable career. Um, Gilbert, he's going to be nasty. Oh, my God, guys that come. kid. That's and then, uh, hey, Kyle Raleigh, that's, that's my guy. I don't, he hasn't been on the show, right? Yeah, like, let's figure it out. I think I DM'd that guy three years I, ago to come on the show. I, What's the deal, Cal? I, I'll get it, I'll get his ass on the show. This guy, he is hilarious, and he's just – he's old school. He's an old school guy. Um, but, dude, he's he's going to be amazing. He's going to have a, a phenomenal year – or a phenomenal career. And, uh, you know, I went golf with him yesterday, so he's a golfer as well. You we'll make a deal here. I'll make a deal for the show. You get me Cal Raleigh on the show. I will personally buy a Dewalt jersey and it'll be retired on the efficient official rafters forever. You've seen the retirement videos. I'll retire a jersey. And we're gonna I wouldn't what number do you prefer? Like what number should I retire the Dewalt jersey at? I mean, you gotta go, I guess, with the, the debut jersey, 31. 31. You know? I that's yeah. a 31 did you pick that is that like i was gonna say it's like that's a hockey goalie number like that's legit that's what goalies wear 
when I got called, first of all, I didn't even know I was getting called up that year in 19. So, like, you get called up, you could care less what number you got, you know. It's just like, and then I was like, we were on the plane, I think, and I was asking Lou or whatever. I was like, hey, dude, they have, like, your numbers and stuff like that? Like, what's – he's like, yeah, I guess they send them all out, and I got 31. <laughs> What am I, what am I, what am I going to do? Just run a halfback dive, you know, like my yeah. freaking running back. Dude. So, yeah. It's like a fullback. I mean, not when I think of 31, I think of just like the Chicago bears, just refusing to throw the ball with Mitch Trubisky, just hand it off yeah. to number 31. Bro. That's, what, yeah. that's what I think, man. But it's just incredible, man. I mean, obviously I'm a big D Walt guy. I think I was, I think, if you count the amount of times I've pumped someone tire, someone's tires on the show, you're leading it. Every Mariners guy I get, we talk about how great of a dude you are. And Matt Festa, what's the what's the deal with him? What's he doing right now? I mean, I saw he was in a Mariners clubhouse today. What's going on with that? Yeah, so I uh, I call him a couple. I call him about, about like every two three weeks, and uh, he texted. We have a little group chat. He texted all of us that first time it was like. A month ago, he was back to like 91, 92, and where everybody was pumped for him. And then his last one, he's like, dude, guys, I'm feeling great. It's like he was like 94, 95, and Jesus. he should be out here. Honestly, I think he might be in our clubhouse here um, pretty soon. So I'm super, super jacked up super jacked up and you want to talk about an addition of a locker room guy matt festa i forgot to bring it up How all time got- all time all time dude i mean I-, I have to go to dinner with you guys just inviting myself that would be i would break the internet just i would just be fired up matt festa is a legend do you guys ever roast him for that halloween costume you wore by the way like the mesh t-shirt that he was wearing from uh 51st mesh- dates i haven't even seen i haven't seen the i've only seen the peaky blinders one Okay. It was well, a Peaky Blinder. Well, you got to throw that in the group chat. It's a picture of him. He's wearing a shirt that's like a belly button shirt. He's imitating the girls, like Drew Barrymore's brother. It's like, obviously, <laughs> and I was going to bring it up on the episode. He obviously wore that up costume because he's yoked and he wanted to show it off. Which oh, is yeah. A power absolutely. Move. Absolutely. Which is a power absolutely. Move. absolutely. I know exactly what he's doing. You know exactly what he, he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing. I mean, Matt Festa, just an all-time guy. I mean, like I said, you get that guy in the locker room. I think him and TG will be battling for who's alpha, like who's the funny guy, because yeah. it's just it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a square off. I mean, there's gonna yeah. have to be a square off because they're both great dudes. So it's just yeah. cra- I mean, and where are you right now? You said I'm in uh, I'm in Seattle right now, actually. So I was up with the team the last couple of days right before the All Star break, and then. Uh, just got option back down. So I'm going to be in AAA um, for the next, you know, however long. But um, we're, we're at home for two weeks. So I'll be be back with that squad down there. And uh, what's that like for you, man? I mean, just to just be kind of like bouncing back and forth from AAA to MLB. Like, do you – is it is it like emo- mentally draining or is it just like whatever, man, wherever – because obviously you're a positive guy, so you're probably just chilling with it. But is it just like I never know where I'm going to be in the next week or two or stuff like that? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't really think of it like the first time. Cause I was like, all right, like I understand guys are hurt, you know, uh, you know, I don't know how long I'll be up here, but you know, take full advantage of course. And then it's happened three times yeah. and it's definitely different, but like, as like, you know, understanding what we just did, we came off a COVID year and stuff like that. And, I think I know my situation coming into this year. Um, I didn't expect probably going back and down that much, but uh, hey, man, like I like it could be worse, you know. It could yeah, be you, worse, it but could be. It's definitely different. It's definitely something I had to adjust to, and uh, um, but you know what? It's it's all part of uh, you know my career right now at this and, point. Yeah, and mentioning that, we were, obviously we were talking about Cal Raleigh earlier. And you're in a big Oklahoma State guy. Obviously, you went there. One guy in Oklahoma State that you – I think you gave me his contact info like a year and a half ago who just refuses to answer me. He's big league. It's fine. Thomas Hatch. What's the deal with Hatcher here? Like, I'm the biggest – I'm the biggest Jays guy of all time. I text this guy. I'm like, let's get you on the pod. We've had all – humble brag. We've had all your teammates on the pod pretty much. Guy just bombs me. Doesn't I, answer it for two years. What's the deal with that? 
I'll, he's a shy guy. He's a That's shy fine. guy. No, if I'll, you get me Colorado, like I, I said, the jersey's going to get retired. It's fine. I'm going to get you Thomas Hatch, too. I'm going to get you Thomas Hatch. <laughs> I'll get I, you both. I even mentioned this to you earlier. I, just at what point do we just start our own pod? I mean, at this point, it's just like two guys just going. I mean, you're a locker room guy with that actually is a good athlete, really good baseball player. I'm a locker room guy that was dog shit at baseball. It's just you want to talk about a better dynamic for the people, man. I mean, what I mean, what I, more do we have to do here? It's just crazy to me. But and being and. Matt Festa, I, I, I forgot one thing about Matt Festa. People don't realize this. I, I, with Matt Festa, he's disgusting. Like, he's a nasty pitcher. I feel like people are oh, just yeah. kind of forgetting about that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, he's like when his slider's on, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I remember when we won in high A, we had Jack Anderson, the submarine guy. He'd come in, and then Festa would come in, and then Art Warren. Um, yeah, who's with the Reds right now? He'd come in, and I was like, I don't, even, I don't even need my glove out there. Like <laughs> this, this game, these, this game is over. If we're winning, and those three guys come out, it's like it's, it's over. It's over with. And like that literally happened throughout the playoffs when we were in high, and we won. I was like, this is a joke. Like this, these guys have no chance against these three guys. You know, dude, you guys have a kid by the way in your system who I can't get enough of. He looks like he's legit 12 and hits balls 500 eggs of Velo. Julio Rodriguez. Holy shit. What is, I mean, what was your first impression of this kid? He pulls up and literally a diamond necklace that says J-Rod. It's just, yeah. the, the guy just gets it. I mean, what's the first thing you noticed when you saw Julio Rodriguez pull up and just launch baseballs into heaven? Like, what's what, what did you realize? His personality is, is great. He's confident, but like he loves everybody. He, he can be friends with whoever. And, uh, you know, he, he will send me a freaking like voice recording once my birthday. He'll say like, <laughs> happy birthday. I'm like, dude, Hulu, you're a mate. Like you're unbelievable. He's just like, he, he loves everyone. And like the talent that he has, dude, it's incredible. I remember the first spring training, like he's big, like he's a big guy. Like yeah. he's not like, I wouldn't say he's like fat, but he's not like, skinny he's like a thicker dude and yeah. you're like you know he he can probably run just like okay whatever he hits this ground ball to short like a backhand he beats it out and i'm like he's hauling ass like i'm like what the hell so i see him run then he throws a ball from the outfield i'm like holy shit like what is who is this guy and then of course you see the pop and bp and he hit a little bit, but this past spring training, we're playing against the Royals, and he hits this ball like 114 that pitcher ducks, and it goes out. Like it it literally went out dead center, and I was, everybody was like, what What is that? Like oh what just God. happened? And, dude, and he's just like this year, he's, I know he's killing it, and he's about to go play in the Olympics, and what a it's wild. And uh, you you root for that kid like that. He he likes to show like you know he's got the J Rod show yeah. and he's he's got the swag and stuff like that. But he plays hard. He does. He plays hard. You and like I said, man. I mean, and everyone roasts the game of baseball and all that kind of stuff. What a good. I mean, what a good place the game of baseball is. You saw yesterday with the guy that I legit sacrificed my life for, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. You <laughs> yeah. got you got Tatis. You got Shohei, and then you got this J-Rod kid coming up as well as Jared Kalanick. I mean, the Mariners are going to be scary in the next couple yeah. of years, man, especially that kid Gilbert you were just talking about. I think by accident – no, it wasn't by accident. I saw this kid making his debut. I think I bet against him, and I watched the game, and I was like, I will never bet against this kid ever again in my life. Is Logan Gilbert – He like, what's this guy like in the locker room? Because his hair is just incredible. He just – he's tall. He just throws absolute fuzz. What was your yeah. – I mean – is this guy just going to be – is he going to be a number one for a very long time in Seattle? Is that something the Seattle Mariners fans can get juiced up about? You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. You know, this kid, uh, he goes about it the right way. Um, he works his tail off, and he's very quiet. But, you know, I started to notice that. And, like, in double-A, we had a couple guys, like, any new guy that came in, we can just get him out of their shell real quick. And with Gilbert, you got to work, work it a little bit. You know, got to like get him going. And uh, he's awesome, man. He's he very he's very quiet, keeps to himself. But I'm being dead serious. When he gets like, and when it's his day to pitch, 
Like when he gets on that mound, he's like the same guy in the locker room. But once he steps on the field, it's like different dude. Like, like he's locked in and like, he's like, he wants, he wants to embarrass you. And, uh, and he has the stuff to do it. So it's, it's, it's been fun watching him. He just needed a couple starts up there, dude. That's it. He needed yeah. a couple starts. He got comfortable and then he's doing his thing. He's scary, dude. He's, I mean, he's a freak of nature, man. So it's I, like I, a lot of body parts coming right at you. Yeah. It's like, it's you know? if I'm a hitter, it's my worst nightmare. And obviously, <laughs> yeah. and I actually said this, and maybe you could back me up on this. This is a little bit of a debate here. I said that if I went in the batter's box, because I, I think I, I said this to Joe Musgrove, we were playing COD, humble brag. And I said, <laughs> I said if I was facing a big league pitcher and he was only throwing fastballs, I think I could get a bunt down. He said no shot in fucking hell that you could do that. What are, what is your thoughts on that? Do you think I could get a bunt down against a, a big bunt, league pitcher? A bunt down. So is it is there like a defense like you got to get it down like they Yeah, I have to get it down. I, I can get thrown on at first. I have to get the bunt down. Do you think that's humanly do you think I could do that? And there's only throwing fastballs. Only fastballs. If, if he was throwing breaking pitches, no shot in hell. There was there legitimately no shot in hell. But I'm talking just fastballs. I honestly I'd said like I to could. Think, I'd like to think you, you're you athletic enough to get a bunt. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, <laughs> I said I could. I was trying. I mean, I think it's I was 95? trying. It's 95? Yeah, it's like a little 95. I mean, it's not nothing. nothing not, not all this Chapman on the bump. But I said an average big league pitcher, maybe I get one down. I might have to test that theory. I might have to go to a batting cage put the machine to 95 and see, I'm gonna but to see, I'm going to have to see, see you bunt, man. It's crazy to me though. It's actually crazy to me how good pitchers are. You, you, this is my thought process. You don't realize how good pitchers are until they face other pitchers in the batter's box. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't realize yeah. like this guy, like this is what a pitcher, a pitcher in the batter's box looks a, substantially better than a normal human being. But he's still making him look like a fool. Isn't that like crazy? It just, you don't realize it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. People, like you said, I don't think people really fathom like what's going on until they stand in the box and see what they're doing. Like see what a ball looks like coming, coming towards you. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Cause I don't even know how to describe it, but it's pitchers. I know Sheffield and Don, they just like hit for the first time. They both got hits, but they're like, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it, but they both got knocked. Sheffield got knocked and Don got a knock, but it's like, that that's, that's wild that you guys can do that. It's uh, You're right. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's just, hey, I tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. You'll love this. G, we're talking about G. Yeah. Larry. He gets he gets hit with a line drive back at him right in the leg, like right in the hamstring. <laughs> we get over there. We go. We go over to the mound, and this fool. The first thing he says, he goes, "I don't know how you guys get hit and keep playing. I don't know." <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. Oh was my like, god! He goes, "Dude, this hurts so bad right now. I don't know how you guys stay in the game." <laughs> Dude, it's crazy that that's his first thought. It's not, man, where, where do, did we get the guy out? It's not even that. It's just he looks at his infielder and said, I can't believe you guys actually get back into the game after that, which is, which is true. <laughs> it's true. It's incredible, man. Pitchers, I, TG is uh, is a hidden legend. Everyone loves him that ever played. Like I said it earlier in the pod, it's just incredible. That's the first thing that comes up to this guy's mind is, yeah. what do I, I mean, it's just the guy – I mean, and he was throwing bullpens this offseason and officially on official T-shirts. I mean, humble. I mean, the guy, he's just for the brand. TG's a legend. And going into – and talking about that, like, style and all that kind of shit, those jerseys that the Mariner, you guys were wearing, uh, I believe they're the Negro League jerseys, you guys have to keep those. Those are fire. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like – I was so – I was upset. I was like, damn, I wish I could have worn those. Like, they are nasty. Unreal. They need need to keep those, like – they need to wear those more often, man. Dude, I was looking at that, and, and JP Crawford, who's already drippy in his own right. Yeah, 
it was just, I was looking, I was like, holy shit. I mean, this guy looks like, I mean, I want, this guy makes me buy it. I looking at what he's wearing. I would buy whatever he's wearing. He just yeah. rocks. It. It's just incredible. JP yeah. Crawford. Just, I mean, he's disgusting. Like you said, he should be an all-star. It's crazy. It's mind boggling that he's not. And you have a yeah. all this Chapman with a nine ERA, but that's besides the fact that's just my Jays hate talking in there or whatever. Yeah. But who was the hardest guy you faced this year in the, in the box? Hardest guy. Dude, that's tough. Let me look in the stats here. I'll look in the stats. I'll, I'll look at – I'm not a stats guy, but let me just look in the stats here. Let's see who Don, Don – There's Walton. a guy, the Oakland A's, um, righty Latin guy, um, has a splitter. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. Let's a little see heavier set guy. Oakland Athletics. Not Chris Bassett, Frankie Montas. Yeah. Yeah, is that him? Yeah, Montas. Okay. Dude, he, you hit- he, he freaking, like, I don't know what it was that day. I don't know if I was seeing it. He threw me some nasty splits, and I was like, holy shit. Wait, you faced – okay. Everyone pause the podcast for a second. <laughs> we got to bring this fuck- – we got to bring this stat up for Donnie Walton. Donnie Walton, lifetime is one for one off of the modern day Babe Ruth Shohei Otani humble brag put it in his Twitter bio what the, <laughs> why did I mention this earlier let's go win it out at bat I mean you're facing literally the second coming of God Shohei Otani <laughs> what what what's going on there in that at bat are you saying please God don't let this guy hit me or what's the deal I mean this guy's throwing 101 so dude I was like so at that time he wasn't throwing a hundred at that time so I was like Thank you. Like, thank God. And, uh, dude, I don't know. First time, I think we had a sequence where we had, like, runners on first and second or something like that. And I was like, you know, I'm just do my thing, get these guys over. So I, like, laid one down. I tried to try to bump for a hit. Um, and then the second time, I was – I think I – he threw me one split and it was a bad one. So I saw it, and then I was like, "Stay on the heater. Just don't even, don't even mess with anything else. Just stay on the heater." And I just like got a good, I got a good, a little base hit the other way, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, oh, "There you go, got one off Otani." Ah, I mean, the one that one guy that it was like, "Holy shit!" It was Darvish. I was like, "All yeah. right, like this is okay. This is Darvish. You know, this guy has ten pitches. Let's see." <laughs> But he does. Yeah. It's like Dude. playing wiffle ball up there. Yeah. I, I would just refuse to step in the batter's box against you, Darvish. You're five for 12 lifetime against, or this year, you're five for 12 against the Angels. So, can we work on maybe platooning you to play against every time you guys play the Angels? We need to get D Walt in the lineup because five for 12 against the Angels is just a division opponent. I mean, that's just, just put me in your arbitration meeting <laughs> because five for 12 against the Angels, that'll play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, playing – I will say this was pretty cool playing in Anaheim. Uh, my great-grandpa, who I was named after, he had season tickets there. So, my great-grandma uh, was at the game, and she's 99 years old. And, uh, you know, wow, it was pretty le- special. Yeah, pretty special to play in Anaheim. And I uh, was lucky enough to get a pump over there, too. So, um you know, shout out to great grandpa. Yeah, that little short porch. And, yeah, shout out to the great grandpa. Yeah. And you hit you hit it in the short porch in right field too. What a nuke! Little line drive action. That, I was yelling "Stay fair!" Like <laughs> loud as good. You were stay yelling fair, at you were, fair, fair. you were yelling at it like it was a golf ball about to cut into the trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit, sit. I mean, that's sit, a great. Sit, sit, and you're sit. you're one for three lifetime against you, Darvish. So let's not talk about. I mean, we'll pretend that you were. I mean. One for three lifetime with a punchy little 333 average. So you're, you like to do well against guys that have 15 pitches. I mean, that's just what you do. Where, where, do you just guess right? I mean, when you, what do you do in that situation? I mean, Jesus honestly, Christ. Honestly, you use, you know, like I said, you're playing wiffle ball up there. You just stay on the fastball and, you know, battle with everything else. Yeah, I yeah. respect that. I, that's, yeah. a, that's a, it's a great <laughs> answer, especially for the common man here. But yeah. And, yeah, and this weekend, obviously, we uh, this is we're gonna talk about golf for a second. So you fast forward, you don't like golf. This weekend, we got the British Open here. This will probably yeah. drop out for the British Open, but let's predict the future here. Who do you have winning the British Open? 
I'm a big Tiger guy, so I honestly can't bet on. I, I, I just I root for Tiger specifically. Tiger, and he's not there, so I don't really have a horse in the race. But I would definitely say for me, it would be John Rom. I love John Rom. He's a freak yeah, of nature. He, he, he keeps it. He keeps it low. Like I wouldn't doubt that John Rom freaking wins it at all. I would love. I would love to see my boy Hovland get his first major. Oh, okay, State alum. How, yeah. Have you have you met Hovland? Yeah, so I uh, haven't got to play golf with him, but I've seen him uh, in the weight room down at OSU uh, a couple times, and we got to talk a little bit, and uh, amazing dude, amazing, yeah. amazing I, guy. I, I think his sister plays golf, too, and she's just a freak of nature. I heard she's well, like – I don't doubt it. I heard, yeah. It's just, I And I said this on the show, actually. If I could pick one sport to be nasty at, it'd be golf. That oh, was, absolutely. It, absolutely. Like, the, the places you go – Yeah. Like, absolutely and golf. you can just choose whatever tournament you want to go to it's amazing so yeah i mean golf would be definitely the number one and then i'd probably go I, actually i don't know i'd probably go golf and low-key a sport that i've been getting into lately you probably don't like it is formula one i mean that shit is fire I, i've been watching the show on netflix no, i've right? never, never like actually seen it on tv or anything like that but i was something i'd love to go to for it's sure. a it's a lot you got to watch the show drive to survive it's just one of the best netflix shows of all time it just really? gets, it gets you in i'm telling you man it just it takes you behind the scenes of formula one and it just fires you up because there's like rivalries people crashing into each other these guys are literal freaks they drive like 220 like miles <laughs> per hour yeah. it's insane to me it's they're nice. like little they're like little dudes too it's actually incredible i love it i love formula one but what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing right now? I mean, in this week off, are you just golfing a shit ton? Are you a video game guy? Like, what's going on here? I am not a video game guy, but uh, I uh, so it's we have a game tomorrow. Um, so the last couple of days since I got sent down, um, they told me to just stay here for two days and then be back with the team uh, for tomorrow. And so uh, I've been just rehabbing and then. Cal, uh, Cal Raleigh's here. Um, we just golfed yesterday and hung yeah. out and watched, you know, watched the Derby, just kind of just relax the body a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get the, get the body relaxed going, going into the next part of the season when you have to go five for 12 against the angels again. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what we do. And this second last thing I want to bring up here and give the listeners a little bit of an understanding here. Cause I don't stress this enough on the show. Okay. What is the biggest difference from AAA to the show? Are we talking? I'm talking about off the field, though. I'm talking about it, when you pull up to the show, it's just like you feel like a king with the meals, the private jets, like the auto automatic beers on the plane, the clubbies. Like, what's the biggest difference for you? Like, what's describe what show is to the listeners? I mean, you, <laughs> when you're in the show, you have just about anything to take care of like your body uh, meals uh, yep. just dude any, <laughs> anything and everything you want or need you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get it. you're gonna you're gonna go on the nicest flights you know you've probably ever been in where you have meals you know on the flights oh my god um then you get to stay in the nicest hotels in, a, in the country. Um, the food's amazing. <laughs> food's amazing. Uh, and then, like, AAA, you stay at nice places. You stay in, like, a nice hotel. Um, the ballparks are solid. Um, but the pregame meals Nothing. are not the pregame meals, you, you know, you're going to yeah. get in the big – like, the, I think the meals – in general, are just completely different. You, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, that's like yeah. the big, I, obviously on people are going to roast me for talking like I know. It just, I hear, I see the Instagram stories. When you're in the show, it's just like, you tell the club, you listen, man, I want a log of Copenhagen mint. It's there in half a second. You want, yeah, you, uh, you want a Gatorade? It's there. It's just, it's like, it's, you're like a king. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what you are. You want you want Redman. You want like uh, D Gordon. Every time we're in Anaheim, he just you know tip the club. Hey, get some in and out, in and outs there. You know it's like it's like it's just ridiculous. And then I mean it's I don't know. It's you definitely you get the experience. You want to stay up here as, <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah, it's just uh, a really, it really makes you want to stay up there, man. It really yeah. does. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Because you just 
You just getting taken care of every everything. If you could look at Don, you get Don, spoiled. You just get spoiled. You, you do. And if you could look at Donnie Walton when he was playing high, would you just say to younger you, like, listen, man, keep grinding because the show is every everything advertised, man. I mean, you you're living the dream in the show. Absolutely, just grind it out, dude. Just just keep grinding out because, like I said, I I kept asking the first time I got called up. I remember I kept asking Lou Dunn and. Or I'm like, is this real right now? Like we, like we got sushi for pregame. <laughs> You're right, man. Like I got a, I got like, a, I have like three different items I can choose from to go before I eat before the game. You know, it's just like you get Red Man whenever you want. You get a just all the drinks, all the Gatorade, all the coffee, all like coffee, like whatever coffee you want. Oh, you got. God. Just, I mean, it's just, it, you're, you're described it perfectly well. I mean, from it's, it's actually insane though. And people always say this on the show is like from low A from like the lower levels of the minor leagues to the show, it's like a small little progression of like little shit that you get better. Is that right? Like, when I went to high A to double A, I was like, okay, all right. Like my bags here, you know, like I didn't have to carry my bag (laughs) into the locker room. Like, my cleats are cleaned. I don't have to clean my own cleats. You know, I'm like, all right, this is sick. Triple A, same thing. And then you get, you just get here, and it's just like, I didn't even have to unpack my sh- like stuff. Like, hey, I need some lizard skin there. Oh, I need, <laughs> I need just, an undershirt there. Just like, incredible. Just I, mean, I remember in Baltimore, Baltimore they had uh, like a nitro coffee like tab. I was like, I, you know, at the time I was like, what the hell is this nitro? They're like, oh, like, you know. It'll just get another kick. I was just <laughs> fired up, fired up during the game. <laughs> That's incredible. And so, yeah, second last thing. Are you staying with the number 31? Is that something you're keeping? Or are you going to switch that out? Like, what's the preferred uh, number for Donnie Walton? You know, I went with 14 and 19, and it was a pretty special year for me. I, I would love to have 14. I think Manny Acta has. I might have to, I might have to. Talk buy him a Rolex, a buy him a Rolex or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what they do. In, that's what they do in hockey. Obviously, I'm a big hockey guy. When you want someone's number, you have to like buy them like a Rolex or a nice dinner or something along those lines. Is that what it's like in the show? I mean, shoot, I I haven't experienced this yet. I don't know if guys want numbers or whatever. So, uh, or wanted a certain number. Uh, I haven't asked about that, but we'll see, man. I I honestly. I, I don't mind, you know, I was five in college. That's a sick number. That's a seven. sick David Wright. That's what yeah. I think. I think of David Wright when I think of number five. Yeah. And seven and first, I think high A and then just been whatever numbers since then. But I like 14. I like 14 a lot, but uh, we'll see, man. Let's see what next season, if I can snag that jersey like i said and and i have a little suggestion for you i say you pick a number that's kind of popular so if the mariners make a splash in the off season or during the season some guy who's pretty i'm pretty sure is going to be very rich it's going to be a big splash is like do you listen d walt like i need this number here's a rolex like that's what you gotta do you got you gotta try to finesse a number that's 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 popular you know what i mean that's That's just my brain my junior college brain going at it you gotta finesse a number that's popular so when they make a splash it's rolex season for d walt that's smart that's or, or the new sim two, or the new sim two, or anything like that. I mean, what driver yeah. do you use, by the way? Free out here. So I got a. I went. It was something uh, my dad got me. It was uh, he? Uh, I forget what store it was, but I got fitted for a driver for the first time, and I was like, "This is gonna be sick," you know. Get to test out all of them, um, test out all the shafts and stuff like that. And this kid who I ran into was working, uh, had a mutual friend I played college ball with. And he's like, listen, like these new Callaway Epic drivers. Epic Flash? Yeah, just came out. We haven't had them in store yet, but I'm going to get him in trouble if he's watching this. But he's like, I'll let you hit this thing. And But if you like it, once they come out in stores in five days, I'll just send it to you. Like, you know. Just it's sure. So whatever. I was like, perfect. Uh, so I tested all out. Next thing you know, it's it ended up being the epic flash. 
and dude, I love it. Oh yeah, my you're god. A young, a young Phil Mickelson. I, I think I think it. that's what Phil uses. That's exactly I think that's yeah. what Phil uses. But we won't say the kids' names. So we're not gonna have in trouble, so we're chilling here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And this is a lot okay. This is the last thing here. We gotta work on that home run celebration now because now you're kind of starting turning into like a grizzled vet for home runs here. <laughs> maybe incorporate something with the third base coach. Like, what are we thinking about here? Maybe show some respect to your roots in Oklahoma state. Maybe you go around third, do a little cowboy giddy up, get the boys going a little bit. I'm just thinking for you here. What, what, what do you think it should yeah. be? Uh, I don't right now. What we got going on is lib- so teammate Liberato, one of the best teammates of all time, Dominican, Dominican guy, outfielder. When he like likes good food or like if something tastes good, he always just he does like this. It's like <laughs> nice poppy. Like he just says the chicken, nice poppy. Like is. he loves it. And yeah. so everybody just started doing that. Like the start the start of the season. Everybody like double nice that's poppy incredible. every time. So that's what uh that's what we've been doing as a team. But honestly, I don't know what uh I mean, if I hit if I had thirty pumps a season, maybe I'd think of some. But I'm a doubles guy, so I, I don't know. I don't I'm going to do this every think. every nuke you hit. I'm going to post a video on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to time that around the bases. We're going to see what can what will be the longest trot and the fastest trot. We're going to get it going here. I'm going to start timing like it's Giannis free throw with the Bucks. I'm going to get it going. <laughs> We're going to time it. Maybe like Bryson DeChambeau putting that bum. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna time it. We're gonna see how fast you're running on the bases. I'm not lying. You know I'll do this because I post every good thing that a guest on this show does. You see it. So we're gonna get Absolutely. that going. But anyways, D Walt. I mean, what a. I mean, like I said, just two guys going, two two locker room guys just chatted up. I always appreciate you coming on the show, man. Obviously, I'm Absolutely. fired up to see what you do this year. You actually do play the Jays, but it's in Seattle, so. Like I said, when you face the Jays, the Jays are dead to me, like I say to all the guests. So I'm fired up to see what you do for the second half, man. And uh, thank you for coming back on, my brother. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. And tell Cal Raleigh, I mean, we're knocking on the door here. It's it's go time, Greg, it's going to be – I'm getting Cal and Hatch for you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you.